What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? It's your boy Chris Style. My guy Clarence ain't here yet. Hopefully, he pops in. But I got my guy Ty from Sports Talk with T in here. We got a lot to get into, man. It's been a crazy, crazy week, man. But we're gonna get through this Chiefs Kingdom. We gonna we gonna uh, try to make everything you know better for y'all this week. So let's talk Chiefs. Yeah. Arrowhead Chiefs. It's your girl Miss Nicole. Call okay. me a hustle, baby. Uh-huh. Started from the Start bottom, now we here. My homie at the start of his career. Let's go. Try to win him early, hear the truth. Uh-huh. Tuning every Sunday for the juice. Hey. Arrowhead Chiefs podcast, bringing all the news. Yes, if you miss the play, come up for reviews. Chris hey. Out here rapping for the crew. Post-game highlights, go uh-huh. subscribe on YouTube. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you miss the play, come back for reviews. Post-game highlights, go uh-huh. subscribe on YouTube. Uh-huh. Hey. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Hope everybody's having a good day. We are here, episode 106. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. If you're tuning in on YouTube, hit that like button. If you're on Facebook, also on Twitter, shout out to everybody who's watching. Uh, what's going on, Ty? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. It's been, like you said, a crazy week. I just want to say... Um, my thoughts and prayers are, are with Demar Hamlin and his family, mm-hmm. and obviously that's you know very important right now in the football world. But we got some things to get into because we got a game Saturday. Yeah, most definitely, and, and you know we can start right there. You know, yesterday I did um, I did a recording, but I didn't do a live pod. You know, shout out to uh, the homie Joshua. He came on to talk about what's going on for this weekend. Uh, he's the founder of the Las Vegas chapter out here. Uh, for Chiefs Kingdom. So if you guys are coming out here uh, in Vegas for the game, go ahead, check, uh, hit up Joshua Coward. Got all the information that you need. Uh, go to the Las Vegas uh, LVChiefs.com. You can go there. You find out all the activities that got going on. I know on Friday, because the game kind of being on Saturday kind of threw a monkey wrench into the stuff they was trying to do this week. So they had to move some stuff up. So Friday they do an invade the stadium where all the Chief fans come out, meet up at a certain time in front of the stadium, take a picture. So they did it last year, which was dope. Um, and then on Saturday, of course, they got the game. You got two bars you can go to while you're out here. Blue Diamond Saloon, which is kind of like the OG bar that everybody used to go to. That, you know, they still go to. It's a little tight. It's going to be tight in there. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. It's going to be tight. Cause it's gonna be it's like I ain't gonna say it's Arrowhead, but it's an Arrowhead like atmosphere. Cause everybody go there, it's you know shoulder to shoulder. And then you got Jackpot Bar and Grill. It's a little bit more subtle, more laid back. You got somewhere to sit. You don't smoke. You can go to the little room they got where they got this eight foot projector where they show the game and everything. I suggest you go to that one. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they got good food there. They got good food at Blue Diamond Saloon, but. You got to get there early. I mean, talk early, early. If you want to sit down, <laughs> you'll be standing. <laughs> you will be standing all game. Trust me. I know. <laughs> so, but shout out to him. Um, and anybody who's coming out, just go ahead and look that. Go to that. Uh, where I'll put the, uh, all that stuff in the uh, description box if you need to uh, look it up and everything. But, uh, yeah, let's get to DeMar Hamlin. Um, everybody knows, it. you know, even if you don't watch football, it's been worldwide news. Um, unfortunately, Demar Hamlin 
had a cardiac arrest on the field after you know he tackled T Higgins, um, and you know got you know CPR administered on on the field. Coming to find out that he had died on the field, had to get CPR done. Then when he got to the hospital, they had to do CPR to resuscitate him again. Right now, you know, all reports are saying that he's um, making progress. Um, it went from 100% on oxygen to now he's on 50% of oxygen. Yeah. I don't know if it's decreased any more than that, but they're saying that he's making real good progress and that's, you know, that's that's always good news. Um, his uncle has come on and said that he's, you know, fighting for his life. And shout out to everybody who's given to his toy drive. Uh, you're talking about somebody, uh, this man, he only wanted 25000 for this toy drive. And it's up to over $6 million. And that's just a tribute to all the fans out there. Yep. Not even just Buffalo Bill fans, but fans all across the NFL coming together, uniting. You know, we talk trash to each other. We come at each other, especially when we, you know, when it comes to Buffalo Bills, Chiefs, and Cincinnati, know, Cincinnati, you know, Chargers, whatever. You know, we come at each other, and you know, it's all in. You know, most of the times it's all in love and fun. Yeah. You know, but <clears throat> when something something like this, we got to put that to the side, put our fandom yes, to the side, and, and, and that's when you become a human being and say, you know what, I, I you know, I'm praying for. You know, Tamar Hamlin and his family. I'm praying for the Buffalo Bills, yeah. all those players and coaches who had to, you know, witness that, and, you know, have to mentally, you know, compartmentalize that and go play a game this weekend. You know, that's still going to be in the back of their brain because they're, they were there, you know, and same yeah. thing with the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, they have to deal that. I'm praying for T. Higgins and his mental, you know. And for the people that's going at T. Higgins, y'all need to cut that out. Like, yeah, that's that that's a routine play of the game. You know, when you out there, you're re- everything is reactionary. You know, when you make it a play, you do something reactionary to the player that's coming. You're always you. gonna fight for extra yards. Yeah, you're gonna go for extra, especially when you're a bigger yep. receiver like he is. He's six three, six four, two twenty probably. He's gonna fight for extra yards, yards after the catch, but. So for those who try to blame him for that, that that is that's tacky, that's classless to me, I think, and he don't deserve to be blamed. So I'm praying for his mental. I'm praying for you know, and and everybody, all the players across the league because that made every player probably stop and, yep. and really look at their own more mm-hmm. you know mortality. You know because we look at these guys as larger than life. They do things that we can only imagine doing. You know, we sit on the couch and say, oh, if that was me, well, it's not you. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you're on the couch and he's he's playing. And, you know, we come at our, you know, we come at these players and talk trash and we call them a bum. Hey, I'm I'm a a prisoner of that, too. I've done that, too. Call players bums and trash and they suck and all that. But. When you see stuff like this, you got to, you know, step back and be like, you know what? You know, these guys are humans and they're putting yeah, their bodies. It really puts everything into yeah, perspective. They're putting their bodies out there and they trying to, you know, they, they're out there. For whatever reason, they're out there. They love the game. They're doing it because they want to get their mama out of the hood or exactly. whatever. Or get their mama a big They're trying house, to provide for the families. For, they got kids, wives, you know, already. So they're trying to provide for their families. So it puts in perspective, man, that they are human beings just like us. They they 
bleed just like us. They, you know, put their pants on one foot at a time, just like us, you know. They might be more expensive pants, but but they put them on. <laughs> so, but no, but seriously, my heart's go out, heart goes out yeah. to Paul Hamlin and his family. I know he's fighting, and I want him. I, I want him to pull through because I want him to see what you know how everybody's come together. Yeah, and is given to his toy drive and see, you know, the impact that, that he, he has. has. Exactly. You know, you know that he's you know he's loved. You know what I'm saying? And, and and people are pulling for him, and they just want to see the best for him. So, you know that that, that is you know. Pretty much how I can all put it all, to, you know, put it all out there, you know, you know, it was an unfortunate situation, but you know, at the end of the day, hopefully, he continues to pull through, and you know, hopefully, we can talk about Demar Hamlin, you know, recovering, you know, getting back right. to life, getting back to life, forget football, getting back to life, you yeah, know, the basic things. I the mean, basic, the basic that, things in life, and I'm and I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty for sure, you know, his family. Is just praying, you know, that he can just get back to life because the exactly. football football comes secondary, man. It yeah, comes football secondary. is comes last. I mean, when it comes to situations like this, so yeah, like I said, and, and shout out to everybody who's donated to his uh, toy drive. Uh, all right, uh, Ty, man. Now, unfortunately, football—I ain't gonna say unfortunately—but football does have to go off. Yeah. The season will have to go on. And the NFL has a dilemma, especially in the AFC, more so in the AFC, not really the NFC, but more so in the AFC because we're not going to – we can't not see the elephant in the room. Exactly. (laughs) we got to address it. I mean, this is – it is a big topic. The the elephant in the room is that there's a dilemma because that game in itself, and like I said – this game, I'm not saying that the game, you know, Demar Hamlin is what is important. Him getting yeah, right, coming, you know, him recovering. But as football goes on, this is the decision that the NFL has to make, and that is, what are they going to do with this game? Because when it comes to the playoffs, it, it, there are seeding implications for, and three. it has a it, lot of yeah, affects, six teams. It affects three teams, and that's. Our Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, as of right now, the Chiefs are the number one seed. And if they went out, they stay remain the number one seed. What is the NFL gonna do with this game? Now, I heard Stephen A today, and I actually agree with him. He said we pushed the playoff week back a week. So next week, next Saturday. Instead um, of the wild card. Instead of the wild card, you play the Bengals and the um you play the Bengals and the Bills. Start it off first quarter, 558, five, yeah. seven to three. You start it right there. Um wherever the, the uh, ball, 45, 45, 45 yeah, yeah. And start it from there and, and go. And um because it, it, it's gonna be a lose-lose situation if they say no contest. We're not yeah. going to play the game. We're just going to go forward. The Chiefs become the number one seed. And, look, I don't believe the Chiefs should be punished for right. the unfortunate situation because that's something out of their hands, out of their control. Right. Um, 
but I also don't think that the Bengals and the Bills should be punished. Should be punished. Yeah. You know, and, and taking away opportunity of getting home field advantage because, hey, say what y'all want, Chiefs Kingdom. Look, the Bills and the Bengals, they both beat us, you know. And the Bills, you know, we never know what could have happened in that game. The Bills could have won that game. They could be the number one seed right Exactly. Now. And, you know, fighting, you know, to keep it by playing the New England Patriots on Sunday. Um, if the Bengals won, you know, that Monday night game, um, they would have an opportunity to get the one seed if we lose to the Raiders this weekend. So every all three teams have a case to make of why – they have a chance. They why they should have a chance to get the even the Baltimore Ravens have a little bit of a case, right? Because if um, Cincinnati doesn't win that game, then they're playing for a division title this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, definitely for the North. Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. that's not fair to the Ravens for seeding also because they could be the three seed or the two seed or probably the three seed, and um, the Bengals would have to drop. So. Yep to the wild card, like the five or six or whatever. So, yeah, the, definitely. that that The Ravens have a case for their division. So it's not fair to the Ravens either. So it's a lot of things that the NFL has to figure out in between. And they would have, they're going to have to figure it out before next week. Before, yeah. the, before this before week. Before the playoffs. Out. Yeah, way, way before the playoffs because if they call this a no contest, it's not going to work. And then you can't. Because I saw somebody post something where they said they talked to high ups and they said what they were going to do was next Saturday play the Bills and Bengals game. The AFC gets a bye week and then then the NFC plays their wild card. And then the following week it's the AFC and NFC, I guess the rest of the wild card games. And then they go on to the divisional round and to the, you know, the AFC championship games. I don't know if that would be feasible. Like, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> how would have right. to see that? that would be really like, offsetting. Yeah, it'd be a little weird. Like, yeah. Whereas, and it'd probably be better just let the Bills and Bengals just have a set alone game. So that way we know who's, and then who the either, rightful winner wins. Right, you know, the rightful winner wins. Because if the Bengals win, the Bills and Bengals. If we beat the Raiders this weekend and then they win their games this weekend, then let's say the Bengals beat them next Saturday, then they're the two seed. Yeah. And they, and then they get to play whoever's the seventh seed. Whereas in if the Bills win, of course, they get that bye week the following week, and then the Chiefs have to play whoever's in the seventh seed. So and then the Bengals would be that uh, third spot. They'd be the three seed. So it's definitely going to be uh, – the NFL got their hands full, definitely. And, and it's, it's it's a tough decision. It really is because this could – it could it – could, <laughs> it could make a lot of fans pissed off. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I feel like it is if they do it that way. Like, no matter what, they're going to piss uh, some somebody's fan base off, like, no matter which way they go about that. Yeah. Like they're gonna have to do like what you said, what Stephen A. said. That's what they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to play this game. I mean, I think they have to. Yeah. And whether that's next week or next Saturday, like you said, next Sunday. I mean, I'm fine with that. But they gotta play. I feel like they gotta play this game. Um, and I'm not saying that to be insensitive in light to the situation at all. I understand. I definitely think the game should have been called 
um, when it was. I definitely mm -hmm. agree with that decision. Mm -hmm. I was glad because originally we heard five minutes they got to warm up, and I just felt like that wouldn't have been enough time to mentally flip a switch. I mean, there's no way mm -hmm. that five minutes, even 30 minutes, there was no way that um, amount of time would be enough for them to flip that switch mentally. So it's, I really think they're going to have, they're going to have to play it. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to be, I mean, it's, cause I heard, you know, you heard Joe Burrows today talking, he talking about my thinking about forfeiting. It was a mixed room of them forfeiting this game this Sunday. So, I mean, that's something that's, you know, he said if it was up to him, he would play it. But he was like, still, if he took a poll, it would probably be mixed because they're still fresh on their mind, man. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they go out on Sunday and how they look, Buffalo and the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, are they going to come out flat? You know, are they going to exactly. come out? Exactly. You know, are they not going to be – their mind's not going to be into it. Or hopefully by that time, DeMar Hamlin has made a lot more progress. More progress, yeah. That, that, you know, now they're – Hopefully their minds are a little bit more at ease, you know, so they can just go out there and play football for their brother. Hopefully that this rallies them and it comes together. Because they tell you, I ain't gonna say I hate to tell you this, but I'm gonna tell you this right now, Chiefs Kingdom, the, the Buffalo Bills are about to be like the 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 casual fan. That's who everybody gonna be rooting for. Yep. Regardless of the seating, Buffalo is gonna be. The, the 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 world's team. Like everybody's gonna be pushing for them to win the Super Bowl this year. So and that just you know with the DeMar Hamlin thing, there's a lot of other stuff that's happened this year in Buffalo that, you know, this was just like something that was just stacked on top of it, you know. Yep. And so Buffalo is going to be, you know, the the team that everybody's gonna be pushing for you know, to to at least get to the Super Bowl. If they don't win it, at least get there. At least they got there. Yeah. So, so you know, but you know, like I said, it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how these teams respond to this situation. Um, even Chiefs this week, you know, it's gonna be see how they respond. I mean, I think all the teams. Yeah, much. you know, see how how NFL players respond to this tragic situation because, like I said in the beginning, like when you see something like that, you know, you, you, you st it makes you look at your own, you know, morality and in your immortality because you know, to them, you know, you could be that could have been me, you know, that could happen to anybody, you know, that could have been me, you know, so it's definitely you know an eye opener, so. I wouldn't be surprised if some teams do come out flat this weekend. And, yeah. a little, uh, little, and look a little off. A little off, you know, yeah. because I'm pretty for sure, you know, it was interesting to hear Patrick Mahomes today when he was at his presser, and he even said, like, you know, when the play, you know, once the play was going, you know, we, we concentrate on the play, but once the play is over, you go to the sideline, you're thinking about it. It's in the back of your head, you know. I'm asking coach. I'm asking, you know, some of the people, you know, you know, for updates, you know. Yep. And then, you know, so it's definitely on their mind. And, you know, you know, hopefully, like I said, hopefully DeMar Hamlin makes, continues to make progress so that, you know, 
these play all the players, you know, can can be at ease, can yeah. uh, get their mind at ease, and, and you know, know that he's gonna pull through. So, and, yeah, and, I think that's the big the big uh, key with all of this. I think the decision will be made, you know, once we get a positive update on him, which hopefully comes soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like you good. said in the beginning, I mean, it really makes the players have to think. And like you said, like, look in the mirror, look at themselves and think, you know, that could have been me. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if there was actually some players that were thinking about retirement after that situation happened. And don't be surprised, that, you know, maybe after the season. You might yeah. see, some, see some guys say, you know what, Mm-mm, I can't do this no more, you know. I put my all into this game, and I want I want to live to see whatever age, you know, especially the younger guys, you know. They look at the situation and be like, you know, especially guys who are in, in you know, we got to understand that DeMar Hamlin was a six-round pick. So somebody at his draft stock, he had to fight to get on the field, you know. Yeah, his draft get playing time. He's only making maybe eight hundred thousand a year, if that, you know. So his roster spot is never is not secure. Like until he gets that big deal, his roster spot is not secure. So he had to fight to get where he's at. You know, he's not some you know first round pick that was highly touted coming out of college and you know first second round pick maybe third who has chance after chance after chance to succeed. You know, he, he he's a six-round pick to where, let's be real, Buffalo is always going to be looking for something better, you know, <laughs> or somebody to put in front of him. So right. he had to continuously overachieve. So for him to be – and he's been starting, I think, for a few games this year, right? So for him to be – Yeah, because um, Hyde's been out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been in, filling in for Hyde. And I think he leads the team in tackles, 75, I think, something like that. So he's been playing good. You know, he, you know, he, he was pretty good coming out of pit, you know, and coming out of college. So so it's not like he's, some, you know, some scrub or anything like that. You know, he's a pretty good player. You know, he's hold, he's held his own while he's exactly. been Exactly, with the opportunities he's got. With, with his opportunities he's got. So, so definitely, you know, like I said, man, just hopefully he could pull through. And like I said, the NFL, they got a hard, tough decision to make because at the end of the day, when the playoffs come up, you know, the fan, those three team fan bases are going to be affected by, you know, the decision that's made, you know, and those three teams are going to be affected. Their chances to winning a championship will be affected. Will be affected by that. You because know. you have to – I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, like I said, it would be interesting to see what happens. Hopefully, Goodell and them make the right decision. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to add one more thing on the DeMar Hamlin. Like you were saying with the pay, if he never plays a, another down in the NFL, he'll never see a, another contract. He'll never see another check from the NFL – so uh, players are definitely thinking about that right now. Yeah. I mean, I would expect the NFLPA to work uh, something out with contracts moving forward, um, rookie contracts, especially late-round guys. 
Now, I, I, I don't know how. I saw something where it said Troy Vincent said that um, because of the situation, they are going to give him all the resources that he needs as if he was a vested uh, veteran because like, you have to play for four years to be a vested veteran, get all the benefits, health benefits, yeah. stuff, the pension and all that stuff. So <clears throat> I, I read somewhere where it said, they said that they're going to give him all of the resources that he needs. So hopefully, hopefully <laughs> they actually follow through. And we're not sitting up here saying three years from now and DeMar Hamlin is like, you know, struggling or something because he couldn't, you know, which I see seems like a tough, scrappy guy. He looks like he'll go out there and grind and get it, and, you know, another way, you know. Exactly. But, you know, I don't know his, you know, from what I've seen from people talking about him, you know, he seems like he's a guy who's not going to let something like this stop him from providing and, and going out there and doing something for his fam and whatever. So, but definitely it's going to be interesting to see if the NFL follows through with this situation. Yeah. Especially because you know, I felt like they were more um, interested in covering their ass on Monday night when they had that uh, league meeting at 12 o'clock at night mm-hmm. and they're, Oh, we never said anything about the five minutes. They were just covering um, their tracks in that meeting. And that really was frustrating to me. I mean, yeah. they can say what they want, but more, more times than not, they don't follow through with what they say. Well, I mean, I mean, it was clear that yeah. covering their tracks because you saw Joe Burrow. On the sideline, nobody he, was warming up. He was warming. He was warming, but he there was he a was section where, yeah. He, he was throwing the football, getting ready. You saw Stephon uh, Diggs on the sideline, rally the team, to get the guys' mind back. We got a game to play. But it, kudos to Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor for coming together and say, "Nah, we can't do this. Like, we can't mentally. I, right. Mentally, I'm not here to call plays right now. You think these players are ready to go out? Go out here and play and make plays, and then and then mentally they're not there, so they're gonna be half doing it and you know going through the motions, and that's how players get hurt. <laughs> so exactly, you don't want that, you know. So yeah, they did. Sean McDermott, I believe Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor made that decision. I say. think so too, and the players too. And then the players came on and say, "No, nah, we we can't play. We, can, we can't. We can't. We can't possibly can't play in this game." So. You know, like I said, we all know the NFL. It's all about the money. You know, they aren't that almighty dollar, man. And, you know, they'll do anything for the dollar. You know, players come second. And, you know, with this situation, this is this is something that the players got to think about at the next bargaining agreement. Yeah. You know, it's, it's time, you know, we got they got to understand, man, that they're the product. And without them. There is no product. There is no and there is no entertainment. <laughs> like this there ain't... is no tickets sold. There's no merchandise sold. I mean, it no concessions. Nothing is sold if it was if not if for Patrick, the players being out there if, playing. If, if Pat at the next bargaining agreement, if Patrick Mahomes, if, if Joe Burrows, if Josh Allen, and, and some other players came, some of the top players came together and said, "We're not playing another down until we get the right benefits and right, you know, whatever." Man, the owners would be scrambling because they can't yeah. just. What they gonna put out there? Chad Henne? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna come watch that game. Nobody care about that game. 
I'm still not convinced the season don't get canceled. I don't me. think it does. I don't, man, Joe. Because they, they've already said business as usual, pretty it's, much. There's too much money going into this, Joe. I, I, I hate to say it like that, but you know, it, it, it's it, that's just the facts of the matter. This is this is the NFL we're talking about here. You know, it, it's an unfortunate situation, but uh, they're gonna they're gonna play these games. Yep. They got too much money riding. They got you know advertisements. Too much, you know, people who travel to you know certain cities. You know the, the tailgating. The Even the performers with the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean yeah. all that stuff. You got Rihanna coming through, who hasn't done a performance in years. You think they're gonna get that up? Nobody. Oh, they're not letting that go. And I'll tell you that right now. The owners are not letting that go. So <clears throat> they will play this season. <laughs> oh, yeah. They They're going to play the rest of the season. So, uh, but I hear you, Joe. I hear you. But now I got to talk about this guy, man, because. <sighs> <laughs> old Skip. Oh, Skip Bayless. Well, we know the NFL ain't righteous, man. No, <laughs> we know that. They're lying through their teeth. Like I said, Monday night they were scrambling around. They're like, "All right, let's have this conference call at midnight, so we can make sure we cover our tracks before everybody starts writing their shit out in the morning." Yeah, this the the league is. I mean, they tell you all the time, and, and you know, we we think like this too as fans. But next man up. That's how they think, man. Next man up. You know, I mean, I've even said that. Yeah, I was, I was times. Times. we see somebody yeah. get hurt, you're like, well, next man up, got to step up, you know, and, and that's our mentality when it comes to this sport in any sport, not just football, basketball, yeah. you know, hockey, baseball. It's always next man up, got to come in and step it up, you know. So, but <sighs> Mr. Skip Bayless, man, Mm-mm-mm. if you know. If bad timing was a was a, a person, <laughs> Skip Bayless would be it. <laughs> and Skip put out a tweet, and look, I'm not taking up for the man. I'm not by no means. I think the tweet was insensitive, but I think it was I think it was worded wrong. I think he, he I understood what he was trying to say, right. But he worded it wrong, and he should be he should get criticized by everybody because he he made a a horrible comment and then tried to use a backhanded compliment. Like that's what he does. Yeah, that's he always does that. But for him to, I can't even find it. He might have taken it down. He might have. He said something about he didn't take it down. Yeah. Oh, here he it is. said he wasn't. Here it is. Oh, he found it. He said, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Which I understand what he was trying to say, but eh, bad timing, sir. Bad timing because that game was irrelevant. The, the game is irrelevant. Was irrelevant regardless. at that point. Yep. Like, 
why even bring that part up? Like, that's for the NFL to, to decide and decipher on their own. Like, they got to figure that out. But right now, we got to make sure this young man is going to recover. And that's the only thing that should have been on Skip Bayless's mind is let's pray for this man and make sure that he's going to make it. Especially, a, uh, I mean, that was like moments after yeah, after it, it happened. It was like it was seconds. And for that to be his first thought, I mean. Like, yeah. And then he doubled down the next day. And, and then, then he today, tripled down this morning. <laughs> today, my man Shannon Sharp trying to do a monologue on why he didn't show up, you know, and he even said, you know, hey, I commend Shannon. He said he was keeping it real. Look, I told Skip to take it down, and Skip couldn't get out of his phone feelings, and he got triggered, <laughs> and then he he interrupts Shannon. Yep. During his monologue, Shannon's looking like, man, can I can I do my monologue? Like, he's like, man, you got it. You go ahead. Like, I I don't know. That that it just seems like there's tension there's real people. tension and not just for like the show's purpose like this is there's like, real tension between like them too some behind the scenes stuff yeah because like, i just feel like skip is so disrespectful like he could be real disrespectful even with the tom brady st- stuff and calling them jealous and like he's now shannon sharp you claim shannon sharp is like a brother to you and you talk to him like you know that because your your infatuation for Tom Brady, like, right? Who cares? Like, and I'm pretty Tom sure. Brady don't give a damn about Skip Bayless, exactly. And and then Shannon Sharp to say he's je- jealous of what? He's a three time Super Bowl champion. He Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer, top five, and he's one of the greatest tight ends tight end, of, yeah. ever to do it. He's definitely in the top five conversation. So. What would he be jealous of? Like, it'd be different if Shannon Sharp was a quarterback and, you know, he played the same position and he wasn't as successful, but he plays a totally different position. In a totally different era of time. Exactly. What you think? He's mad because he hasn't played because he's 46? Shannon probably didn't want to play that long. Exactly. And, like, and I hate to say it, there ain't no way a tight end is playing the 46, especially back in that time. What did t- Tony Gonzalez play to what, 38? Yep. Like, and what he was doing was crazy. It was more like, whoa, like he was still putting up good numbers and still playing, being a good tight end. Like he was productive. Like, but yeah, I I just don't get him sometimes. I don't get him a lot of times. Um, he's just arrogant stubborn old man who I don't know he just the NFL was over career they're gonna get caught out for being shady what's one point so nothing would surprise me yeah no you're right I mean look at the Tua situation yeah they really dropped the ball on that they dropped the ball real bad because that situation could have been worse you know Tua could have been you know <laughs> bad Bad more worse off, you yeah. know. So yeah, they they had to cover their tracks on that, and and that was organizational fault too because the organization should have known that you know you know what we're playing a short week, let's sit him out this week, you know. But instead, yeah. they just had to play the game. So I don't know. I I don't get it. 
But anyway, um, but yeah, Skip Bayless, man, is just I, I don't see Shannon Sharp renewing his contract, whatever that contract is up. Me neither. I don't see him renewing his contract unless they just pay him a hefty dollar. I don't see him coming back to Undisputed. I think, I, and, and sometimes relationships run their course, just like him and uh, Stephen A's relationship ran its course. I think maybe it's time like for Stephen A and Max Kellerman. Yeah. yeah, it just I think it ran its course. It was fun while it lasted, but <clears throat> now it's just getting to a point where he's just he's becoming real disrespectful. So maybe you need to put Nick Wright on that show. So. <laughs> oh my god could you imagine that oh, man i would love that nick Wright would drive skip bayless crazy yeah he would and he I would think, tear him apart and i think they would drive i think they would drive each other crazy <laughs> <laughs> they might be actually throwing hands by the end of that oh man i think he would drive him crazy oh yeah put nick Wright on, on undisputed I wonder where Shannon Shannon could go to eat anywhere he wants. I mean, he like, got his own he got his own podcast now. Exactly, so he, he can just he do, can his do that full time. He can do his own thing with his. Podcast. He can have whatever guests he wants on there. Yeah, man, he can do his own thing, or they can give him a show on, on uh, Fox or wherever or every network he want to go to. You can go to ESPN if you want to and go do something. He could probably get his own yeah uh, show. Yeah, so Shannon Shannon don't need Skip Bayless. I mean, no, I went, no, no. one t- one time he probably did, but now he surpassed like Skip Bayless. We watched the show for Shannon. Let's just be real. We watched the show. I do to watch Shannon Sharp say his funny stuff, all his little you know stuff he do, and <laughs> him talking trash to Skip Bayless. That's why we watched that show. So, but yeah, Skip. I skipped through Skip's part most of the time <laughs> just wa- to watch uh, Shannon. I watch it because it's like, what is he gonna say? Now, I will say this about Skip. His he used to be really egregious against Patrick Mahomes, but lately he's been backing off a little bit more. He ain't as yeah. been, he hasn't been as like, you know, he used to just make it seem like Mahomes was trash. Like <laughs> Well, he proved them wrong this year, so yeah, he has no choice but to, you know, show love. So it is what it is. But I digress. Enough, enough about Skip Bayless. We got some good news, Chiefs Kingdom. We're getting healthy. Nicole Hartman off the IR. He was activated today. So that means, you know, some more speed. That speed element, is, you know, with him. And we get to see him and Tony together. And that's what I've been wanting to see. You know, let's see what Andy Reid can do with these chess pieces on the field together, you know. You can have Tony going one way with a jet sweep and then bring McCall backside on the other side with a, you know, with a jet You know, you can do all kinds of stuff. So it, it, this is definitely a, 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 a element and a weapon um, for the team that the no team has, you know, really studied for. You know, maybe Miko because they've seen him in the offense, but him and Tony together, that's going to be a secret weapon that we can unleash. Travis Kelsey over the middle, Juju, Juju in the middle, right? MBS right. running that deep he, route. Him and Justin Watson, and then McKinnon running that little route out the backfield. Like man, yeah. that's going to be a lot. Like, and you know, Patrick Mahomes, he turns up in the playoffs, man. Like he, he's a different breed when it comes to the play. He knows when to take that to the next level. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, and Travis Kelsey too. They take their energy to the next level when it comes playoff time. They don't play around. They don't mess around. You know, a lot of times, like I said, like I said on Monday, I just think a lot of times they just be like, man, let's get to the playoffs, man, because you could just tell they're bored with they're the ready regular to season. Unleash. Yeah, they're bored with yeah. the regular season, man. They the regular season is a means to get to the playoffs to them. Like they don't they don't get excited. You see it in they when, when they do the post game locker room stuff, like they don't be excited no more. It's just like, all right, yeah. We got another game next week. Let's you know yeah. enjoy this one. Let's get Let's to the next one. To, exactly. They even ate go Chiefs. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> when they won that, when they won the AFC West this year, the veterans was kind of like whatever. It wasn't. It was the the rookies. It was the rookies. <laughs> like Pacheco was hype about it. And Carlos Dunlap, because he ain't never, you know, with the Bengals, he ain't never had this feeling before. So then he left Cincinnati last year to go to Seattle. Man, that's terrible. You stayed here all them years. I know, right? Then they want to they want to win the division when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> but still, so they're not even excited about the regular season, man. I don't even think I know Andy damn sure ain't really excited for the regular season. You can tell by what he calls plays, like. <laughs> <laughs> he don't bad. care. He don't care about the He's he probably got so many plays on the burner with, no. with Tony, and I mean, even maybe Sky Moore's. We got to see a ramp up period for him. Like this is now's the time. Like we got to rev it up with him, we'll Tony. I don't know if he's gonna play now because he got this laceration in his hand. They said they had to put some stipends in his hand. So Ooh. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think Saturday <laughs> then. Oh no. That's only a couple days away. <laughs> <laughs> they might need to that's why they need this bye week so he can heal up. <laughs> Cause they said exactly. it was let it swell up and it was sore. So was Tooney practicing today? Yeah. Tony Tooney practice. Uh, it was like light, but they said he practiced. Legarius Need was out there limited, um, and so like I said, Miko was out there limited. So, oh, now one thing to watch out for is Buckman. He didn't practice today. He had back spasms, and something to look out for. Like I don't think he plays. The, he might not play this Saturday. They might have to get an emergency kicker. You might have to Justin Reed. You might have to ramp him up. <laughs> 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 man, he ain't kicked the ball since week one. He he ain't ready. I know he ain't, he ain't done nothing. My man Clarence said Andy gotta go. <laughs> How y'all let him slide? He, I don't no, know. If he re- I think he was asking a question. I think he was asking a question. I don't think he meant that, Joe. <laughs> No, I think he was a little frustrated that morning with with the performance. Yeah, but I, I bet think, if you asked him now, he'd be like, "No, nah. <laughs> like, come on now." He was like, "Is it time for Andy to go?" No, Crystal, like, <laughs> like uh, wait, what? Did we hear that right? No, Andy Reid. No, <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> you can maybe we can maybe talk about. Uh, that man was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could talk about uh spag. <laughs> you could maybe convince me on spags, but Andy, but Andy no way. 
The only way I was the only way you give me to say it's time for Henry to go is if we have to start having losing seasons. Like that would be the only way. Like we missing playoffs in consecutive years. Yeah. Then it's time for Andy. Then it's time to call Sean Payton. Yeah, you done lost your fastball player. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, lost your fastball player. You lost a few ticks on that. Yeah, you you, they didn't figure you out. Like (laughs) you you ain't no good no more. But he evolves his system so much that he stays ahead of the game and he keeps a lot of young, you know, guys around him with the naggies and you know, even when he had Kafka and you know. He, he keeps a lot of them. You got the enemy too. Like he keeps a lot of guys around him to, you know, keep him fresh. So exactly. And I think this year was a kind of a reset for Andy too, because he had to, his, his play calling had to change. You know, it wasn't like he could just. We're <laughs> going was, under center a lot more. I feel like this year. Well, they said that. I like they to said see that. A lot of 13 personnel, they said they did it, what, yeah. 90, 93% this year in the four years. Uh, well, the three years, but prior to that, they only in the in the three years they only did like ninety one percent. So we could just do so much out of that three tight end set. I mean, with the receivers, even with the receivers we got. Yeah, I was like, yeah, seven good. straight, exactly. Seven straight, four AFC championship games, two Super Bowls, like. Come on, what are we doing, man? <laughs> Who are we going to get that's going to top that? Unless we get in Sean Payton. <laughs> right. And, he, and even him, you know. He ain't, he ain't been he to ain't the Andy. big dance in, he ain't in, Andy. He ain't in 12 Andy. years. Yeah, he ain't Andy. Exactly. He ain't he's been a, to the dance in like 12 years. So He's a pretty good play caller, but he ain't Andy. Shoot. The only other person I would want. But then they ain't going to fire him because they just won the Super Bowl last year. And that's Sean McVay. i take Sean McVay in the second point. Give me Sean McVay. What if he pulled a – he might pull a Sean Payton. That's why he might retire. He saying. wants out of there. Wes Donald's gone and Stafford and Cup most likely. He's like, all right, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, but let him, let him retire for a year. <laughs> let him take Wait, over Andy, Andy. Uh, <laughs> Yep. No, you. We all know who's taking over, Andy. He sits right next to Patrick every every game and ask him how he feels. His name is Matt, Matthew Nagy. Yep, we you know, know it's him. him. He's know, the right hand man. He was when he was here the first time. We know damn sure it ain't Eric enemy. <laughs> no, he might. You know, I hate to say it, but he might be gone this off season. I mean, after what happened <coughs> last off season. We say that every year. <laughs> he comes back on a one-year deal. I mean, we all like look at Andy and be like, "What are you doing back there?" What Andy? are you doing? Run the damn ball. That's what I always say. But what type of play is that? But also, don't always put it on. Like I said on Monday, I always put it on Andy either because it ain't always Andy's fault. You know, sometimes, sometimes it's just the execution of yeah, the play. Sometimes we got to put some flame on Patrick. It's okay. It's okay to blame Patrick. I know y'all <laughs> hate to do that because when we talk about Patrick, oh, how dare you? You know who we used to have at quarterback, and then they want to go back to history and stuff. And it's like the history yeah, lessons. I know I was there, but still, <laughs> he's not perfect. He's damn yeah, near there. <laughs> damn near there on the field, but he's not. He's not. 
So he makes mistakes too. That yeah, interception, he's not a robot. <laughs> that interception was bad. It was. Even though I would like Justin Watson to fight for the ball a little bit more, help your quarterback out when he's making a bad play, but still, that was a bad interception. He te- he telegraphed to that right. If I was if I was out there, I would have took that ball to that. Right, come on. Yeah, he need it right there. So he should just threw it in the back of the end zone and kick the field goal. But you know, Patrick, he always gonna try to score, and I get it. You know, when you come into this league and you're scoring <laughs> like you were scoring, <laughs> you get he can make every. I mean, he really can make every. He can. But sometimes it's better not to try to make that throw because these defenders they get paid too. Justin Simmons is a, is a really <laughs> good safety. <laughs> Yeah, rightfully so. He be making because sometimes he'll make a throw, and I'll be like, "Who's that?" It be like nobody in the field, like nobody in the field of play. He just throw it, and I'll be like, "Who's he throwing?" <laughs> what are you doing, Pat? And then I get, then I get a peanut guy. Yeah, and then I, I get real irritated when like MVS be open, <laughs> he hasn't hit on that shot yet, like. <laughs> All season. Well, except I would say that 49ers game. Yeah, that that game, he hit that one. But I'm just saying, other than that, like, there's been a few times MVS to be burnt the dude he got. <laughs> hit him with yeah, a been right in the end zone. Just hit him in stride and gone. I'm like, I know you used to just throw in the Tyreek Hill, but that's not Tyreek Hill, man. He can't, he can't run that fast. <laughs> yeah, he, and Tyreek can make an adjustment on the ball, like, so well, even if he has to go up in the air to get it. Mm-hmm. MVS for how big as he is, he's like flat footed or something. He, <laughs> he can't do can't jump. He don't he don't play to his height. He don't play big. No. He don't play like a, a six four receiver. He plays like he's like six foot. Yeah, they haven't yet. No, they haven't. They have not got on the right play. I'd be surprised if MVS is here next year, to be honest with you. To be quite honest with you, I would be surprised. I think he was like a bridge player. Because um, going into the season, we had to have somebody to throw to, right? We couldn't yeah. have Justin Watson as wide receiver, too. Yeah. <laughs> but now we're at the point where we got Tony, we got Nicole, mm-hmm. um, we got obviously Sky Moore. So we're getting all these weapons involved now. So I don't, I don't, he didn't really fit the offense to me that well, anyways. He does. He just he's inconsistent in what he fits. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not all his fault. That's the thing about it. Like some of it is his fault with the drop passes and stuff like that. But what's not his fault is Pat missing him when he's wide open. You know. When so, he beats the defender. Remember that long pass to Sammy against Tennessee. I'm looking for them to connect on that play. Um. Yeah. And he's hit Sammy on that a few times. You know, he's hit Sammy on that a few times. The thing about it is, say what you want about Sammy. When Sammy was healthy, he was better than the BS. This is called. Oh, yeah. Way better. (laughs) Way better. Sammy Watkins was 10 times better. (laughs) He was better around. Top tier wide receiver, too. And uh, MBS is a low end wide receiver, three. High in four. I in four. That's what he is, really. Because <laughs> I still believe that Sky Moore is better than him. That's just me. 
I think so too. With the route running, I think he route runs better. I think he catches better. I think MVS and Justin Watson have the similar thing. They both have really limited route trees. They got straight line speed, but they're not making nobody. They're not. They don't got. You know, they're not shaking anybody on any routes. (laughs) They have no wiggle, no athletic ability. Like Tony, he can shake. Problem with Tony. MVS and Watson just look so stiff. Yeah, they are when they're out there running. Just typical straight line speed, go route guys. I'm gonna beat the corner off the line. If they beat the corner off the line of scrimmage, they can win. But if you jam them up at the line, I don't know. D, I thought Debo was a good route runner throughout his whole career. I thought the problem was just getting him the ball. Yeah, I just think that he had bad quarterbacks throwing him the football. I mean, other than Trent, and that was Trent's what last year. So I mean, yeah, he he he, he had Matt Castle, bro. Like. <laughs> He didn't have good. He didn't have. Good. I would. I would say that if if we drafted him, I would definitely give him another off season. But um, <laughs> the fact that we've seen him do this in Green Bay, he has some drops. Yeah, Debo <laughs> and there was some at the end of there. He was. He couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, he got paid. Mm. Started making business decisions. <laughs> he started making business. Decisions. He packed that briefcase up like, boop. All right. Yeah. See you. I know the work today. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's good to see that we're getting healthy. Uh, Got to monitor there. Led the league. <laughs> Drops, but uh. But we gotta admit that season that he had 15 touchdowns, that was great. That was probably his best season. <laughs> but uh no, it's good to see that we got uh getting everybody healthy. Hopefully Tooney can get healthy. Um, because we definitely need him in the playoffs. Um I would sit he's like I would, he's a top three guard in the NFL right I, now. Yeah, I would sit him this week. I don't think Me we need, too. I don't think we need him against the Raiders. Um Allegretti can step in for this week. Um but we definitely need him, whether we play first week wild card or we playing the bye, you know, we have for the bye week, you know, for the divisional round. We need to. So, all right, time man, let's get into the game, man. We got to play the Raiders this week. And uh, so we're going to get into the key components of the game. Now, I'm not going to ask you, you know, what the Chiefs should do on offense. I'm going to ask you, what are you looking for? in this offense on Saturday. Yeah, so I'm looking for this offense to be in sync. I mean, we're getting so close to the playoffs. I want to see MBS maybe get a deep shot in the hits this week. I want to see, you know, we probably won't see Sky Moore out there with the injury, but I want to see Tony or, uh, yeah, Kadarius Tony. Um, Miko Hardman will probably be on a snap count, but we got to get these receivers going. Juju Smith-Schuster, let's get him involved early, like you said a couple podcasts back. Um, Travis Kelsey, let's get him involved early. And Jerick McKinnon, I think you got to keep him as a piece of this offense because mm-hmm. when he's running routes, they're too busy covering everything downfield. Mm-hmm. He's just he's wide open most of the time. He's just like, all right, it takes it into the end zone. So that's what I'm looking to see is basically that they're in sync and that they're hitting, you know, on all cylinders basically and running the ball. Like we got to have a run game. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. I just I want to see them run the football a little bit more with Isaiah Pacheco, which I know I'm sitting up here counting my chickens. You know, I'm, I'm I'm throwing you know it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna hold my breath. <laughs> I know Andy. I know Andy's gonna call like 60 pass plays <laughs> in week 18. <laughs> so we'll see. But no, I, I get the ball. Can 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 Isaiah ever check me the ball in the third and fourth? I mean in the third quarter, second quarter. Like, come on, man. Like they give him to him in the first quarter. <laughs> and then the fourth, and then in the fourth, they don't give it in the middle. <laughs> like they like nah. <laughs> then it's all Jerry McKinnon, which I like Jerry McKinnon. Don't get it twisted. He's doing good. He's great. He's another weapon on his team. But you can't use them both, like not at all. Yeah, I would use Pacheco as the primary running back, and then McKinnon on passing situations. I just I, mean, I don't know. And then I want to Pacheco see- is a volume back, like Clarence said, um, a couple points. Podcast he back. Is. He's a guy you get him 15, 20 carries, and he probably walks away with 80, 200 yards. Yeah. And we don't necessarily need that. We just need them to respect the running game. Mm-hmm. If he can get five, four to five yards a clip every time he runs, the play action pass is more effective. Then you could throw the football down the field to NBA. We're ahead of the chains. Then you can get Travis Kelsey in the middle with Juju. You know, you can do all kinds of stuff. Kadarius Tony. You can do more stuff with Kadarius Tony with that. So, yeah, I I don't get Andy sometimes, you know, with this whole running game thing. I, I just – he hates running. I get the West Coast offense, you know, the short pass is the running game. But come on, man. You got to run the football up there. You know, sometimes you just got to run that football. Yeah, make, you just got to go under center, hand it off, and hope he makes the man miss because he, he will most likely. Yeah. He will. He will. So we'll see, man. We'll see. I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are you looking for on defense? Yeah, I'm looking for the defense to go out here. And, I mean, I know this Raiders offense, shockingly, they put 34 points up last week. I want to see, read this comment real quick. Yeah, I mean, they would make everything much easier. Um for the NFL. Yeah. Leadership. Go ahead. I'm bad. Yeah, with the defense, I'm looking for pretty much like the same thing. I know this Raiders offense put up 34 points, but I'm looking for us to show that heading into the playoffs, this defense is ready to face the top offense and give our offense a chance to be on the field at a crucial point of that game to make a turnover, to make a play. Um, I think you're probably going to have to throw a spy in this game at some points because Sidham is a lot more mobile than Derek Carr, so I think that's something they're going to try to throw in there. A uh, little wrinkle they're going to try to throw in there. And then Devontae Adams, you better have Legereus Snead if he's out there on him, or you better have Trent McDuffie out there on him. I'm not saying Joshua Williams should be exiled or anything like that, but I just don't want to see him on Devontae Adams. Devontae mm-hmm. Adams went with for 152 last week against the uh, 49ers with Jared Stidham as his quarterback. So he was definitely got to keep, uh, keep somebody over the top. He was honey-baked cooking Shaveris war last week. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I don't want to see. Had a pretty good season. You know, he no, he's been balling. He's been balling with the 49ers, but still, 
Adams. He got barbecue chili. It's Devontae Adams. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I don't want to see Joshua Williams getting handsy, holding, passing the fair. Grabbing people's face mask. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, LeJarrius Sneed is feeling better and they put LeJarrius Sneed on him. If, hey, if LeJarrius Sneed get cooked, then hey, I mean, it's Devontae Adams. <laughs> it's Devontae Adams. You can't kill him for that. You can't. I mean, in the in the league that we play in now, with the rules being the way they are, you cannot like That's kill a corner when they're going up against a top tier receiver. I expect a safety over the top. No, they better have a safety <laughs> over the top. You know, Spags. <laughs> he can do it all by himself. It's going to be third and twenty press coverage. Joshua they're going to get a fifty yard bomb. Joshua Williams, that's you, baby. Heck, we played him the first time. You know, if he didn't step out, <laughs> he would have had a 40-something-yard ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on defense, I need to see this. I need to see them get to uh, Stidham with four. Again, yeah. Karloftis, give me another sack. Give me another sack, Karloftis. I need to see Dunlap. Getting into getting pressure, Chris Jones making life uncomfortable for Clark. I need another interception. I need some interceptions, you know, strip sacks. I need all that. Like, continue to get them turnovers. Y'all getting better at the turnovers and see some more of that, you know, and getting off the field on third down. That's what I want to see. If you let them live for third, you know, I hate having to close my eyes every time third and eight happens. And I got to do what it is because I'm. I don't know if y'all <laughs> gonna do it. I don't know if y'all gonna do it, man. <laughs> it's scary. I already man. accept the fact. I'm like, they're getting the first down here. Like in that Cincinnati game on that third and eleven, I'm like, they're getting it, no question. <laughs> like, come on, man. What are y'all doing? <laughs> what are y'all doing? Get it together, defense. Y'all, y'all, y'all. I'm doing all right. Y'all getting better. So I say that. But still, sometimes the offense puts you on bad situations. Like last week, they put you in bad situations. It wasn't all on you. But still, get it together. What are some players on offense and defense that you're watching? Yeah, so on offense, I'm going to be watching Kadarius Tony. You already knew I was going to say that. Uh, Michael Hart. Ben, even though he'll be on a snap count, I just want to see that he's out there and playing. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see Gigi Smith-Schuster get more involved in his offense. Definitely mm-hmm. watching him on, on offense. And then on defense, I'm definitely watching the corners, defensive backs. This is a big test for them going up against Devontae Adams. They they got Darren Waller. I think Hunter Renfro's back in healthy. And Mac mm-hmm. Holland has had a pretty decent season. So it's going to be a little bit of a test for them. And like you said, I'm going to be watching that front four. I mean, all them guys, especially Karloftis. Because Karloftis has been playing really well these last, like, five or six weeks. Yes. Yeah, especially against the run. But he's been getting better rushing the passer, too. Uh, he's starting to figure it out, you know, getting his moves off. And, <clears throat> yeah, um, I'm going to be looking for the, uh, this front seven. Yeah, uh, to to get it going. Uh, these linebackers, man. Um, 
defense gets the, in the middle of this field from, you know, safeties and them linebackers right there in the middle of the field. I'll be looking for that, man, because the tape is out and <clears throat> they're isolating Nick Bolton and they're trying to get guys, they're putting a receiver, you know, when they play in zone, they're putting a receiver right, in the middle or they're putting a tight end right there where Nick Bolton is at and, you know, Nick is not known for his cover skills. You know, he's he, he's okay. He's not bad, but he's okay. But you know, that's not his strong suit. He's a thumper. You know, and they might. And I want to see if Spaz can figure something out. What's, What's good? Up, What's John? up? What's up? But yeah, I want to see what they can do. You know, with with those linebackers, do Willie Gay? Got to make some more plays in the middle of the field, brother. You know, you know, you you're known as the athlete of the two. That, that should be your calling card. And these safeties, you know, Brian Cook, he's starting to show more and more each level, but I want to see him continue to improve over the middle of that field. Him. Now, Justin Reed has been playing really well these last two games. Um, Juan Thornhill's actually been playing really good. So <clears throat> let's just see, you know, them do better in what, what Spags has, you know, in place to man that middle of the field because – when we play the Buffalo Bills, when we play the Cincinnati Bengals, they are going – you saw Cincinnati. They're going to attack that. Cincinnati did it all game. They attacked the middle of the field with T. Higgins. And they, was and about to do, they was about to do it with Hayden Hurt, but he got hurt. <laughs> but, yeah, Boyd and T. Higgins, they attacked the middle of their field, and they was, you know, they was going after us. Do you think we should put uh, Brian Cook down in the box? I do. You know, on I passing do. situations, I do because he has the speed to, to cover uh, a tight end or a receiver. cover a tight end or a receiver, um, and he can hit. Exactly, his tackling is, is one of the better, you know, on this team. For safety, so, yeah, so he can tackle his butt off. So definitely, uh, you should put him in the box and let you know Juan and maybe even Justin go deep, or let Justin be in more in the middle of the field and let. Just, one be more deep back. Yep. So when they go into those three sa- three safety uh packages, you know, you do you kind of use Brian Cook more so as a another linebacker. You know, let him exactly <coughs> let him be at the line of scrimmage, and then you like I said, you let what's your name be in the middle of the field to whatever is coming in that middle. Willie, Willie, <laughs> Willie, and, and and Justin Reed can be in the middle. And then you put Juan deep to help out whatever corner is back there. This yep. is the end of the higher level. Yeah, most definitely, man. Yeah, and, and it and, works. I mean, I think it works if you have a safety that can be yeah. a that can be a hard hitter. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Because the way offenses play now, they're gonna attack your weaknesses, and um, a lot yeah. of times it's those linebackers in the middle of the field. Yeah, they do be over. That's what we was talking about. Is just that <clears throat> Spags got to diff- figure out a way to, to uh, you know, get that more. <laughs> you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I forget, I can't think of the word, but whatever. Just make sure that that middle is defended better. You know? Exactly. You know. So, all right, man. What's your score prediction? Yeah, so my score prediction, let's see here. I'm thinking, 
I want to I want to predict a blowout so bad, but every time I do it, just it doesn't happen. It's like I feel like a fool when I do. So I think I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I'm thinking um, we're probably our defense. Honestly, they're gonna give up 21 points this game. Yeah. But they got Josh Jacobs. They got Devontae Adams. I think our offense is gonna be able to put up. I would say 28 to 31. So I would say uh, 28 to tw- no, I'll say 31 to 21. That's I still my, feel like that's too wide of a margin. That's that's my exact score. I'm going 31 21. Um, I know I say this every week. <laughs> <laughs> we say this every week. Last week, the week before last week. Well, hopefully, since they're not playing, a, you know, usually they play better when they're on the road. So they play with a little bit more urgency. Uh, AFC West game, 35-31. Yeah. You know what? I'm not mad at that, Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at that, Lenny. That's probably, we'll probably what's going to happen. Yeah. That's probably what's going to happen, Lenny. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll say 30. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say 31-24. I'm going to say 31-24. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna say 31 24. Yeah. I just think they're gonna do enough. They they gonna they're gonna make this game look more convincing than the Broncos game. I'll say that. Because the Broncos, yeah, at least from the offensive end. They don't have the Broncos defense. Exactly. Say what y'all want about the Broncos. Broncos that defense. Good. They got Patrick, you know, Patrick retained is probably the best corner in the league right now. Yeah. If not, well, he's 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 top two. And he might not be two. I feel like during the offseason, we have to have a discussion about who the top corner in the league is because there's a lot of guys, man. Him, it's and, like, him and Jair Alexander. Yeah. Right there. Because I put Jair up there, um, especially after I mean, that did. Jefferson yeah, performance. What he did to Justin Jefferson. I mean, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Um, yeah, that dude's head. I've never seen anything like that. That I think it is, too. But yeah, you're right. Time, I'm you're still right. it. Go on with it, man. They gonna get it together this week, Lenny. Twenty-seven. I mean, yeah, it, it's most likely a three to five point game or you three guys, to six. You guys point are probably right. I'm calling it. Pat's getting the record, baby. Five hundred yards. <laughs> he's he's gonna uh, just tear up the. I mean, last time we played him, what did he have? Uh, like four in Vegas, like four something. Yeah, like four something. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. You gonna make it out to the game? I don't know. I won't know till Friday. I won't Hopefully, you can make it. E all game. Who's T E? Tight end. Oh, tight end. Who's Clamps? Yeah. I think. Uh, I believe Clamps is McDuffie. <laughs> Who's Clamps? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this. I've seen that name floating around. I believe they're referring to McDuffie. Oh, okay, that's cool. I didn't know it was. I didn't know that was a new nickname. <laughs> Clap. It's all right. Hey, I like it. I like it. Yep, Waller. Oh, Adams. Oh, Tay. <laughs> Player, oh yeah, player to look out for Waller. Mm. He had three for seventy-two and a, and a touchdown last week. Did he? Uh, oh, he showed he, up. Exactly. He Where's he been up? all year? He been an MIA. Man, 
He played like he didn't want to be out there. I think he wanted to go to Green Bay, man. He was he packing his bags to Green Bay, and they're like, oh, we didn't get the trade to work out. He's like, man, man I got to stay here for like 10 more weeks. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We're going to get traded next year to the Buffalo Bills or something. I don't want to I hope he goes to Green Bay. He's That's all play. I gotta say. He's gonna go to the NFC. Hey, let me tell you something. Green Bay is they more dangerous than people give credit for. Their defense is playing better. Yeah, they're running and the football. They're running that ball. The receivers is coming along. Christian Watson, Romeo Dodds, and Alan Lazard. A nice little three-headed tandem, man. And that tight end making some plays too. And the thing that's scary. There's no expectations on Aaron Rodgers, so he can just go out there and play. And that's the first time I've seen that <laughs> for um, like 11, 12 years when he won his first Super Bowl. When, 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 when last year, you know, the last few years, he was the number one seed, the number two seed. There was best record, best record, his expectations, yeah, expectations. This year, everybody thought he was done, there for water. Guess what? No expectations. He go out there and play free. Hey, we lose. He was supposed to lose. But if we win, win, I'm gonna tell you about it on Pat McAfee's show every week. Yep, every Tuesday. I'm gonna let you know. Yeah, they always do. They always, especially when playing us. Yeah, it's like man. I hope it's like the game. I hope it's like the game when they stood on our on the middle of the field. I hope it's a game like that from the first play. Just a fumble. <laughs> yeah, that that game was over right then. <laughs> I knew it was over when he fumbled the football. God, it's over already. It's a- <laughs> Can't do nothing right over here. It's all bad. That's the type of game I want to see. I want to see Pat just throwing all over. Just tearing apart that defense. Yeah, Kadarius Tony getting touched down. Travis Kelsey, Juju. Get my man Juju 102 yards so we can get yeah, his 1,000 yards, man. Get that 1,000 yards. They are gonna. They should throw to, to him like 10 times or something like that. He's going to get 99 yards. <laughs> Pull him out of the game. <laughs> we sorry. You got to sit on the bench for the rest of the game. We're resting the starters now. <laughs> so I don't give a damn. I'll go out there with Tad Henney. Let him throw me a little screen pass or something. He's gonna have 99 yards, and Andy's gonna be like, I ain't seen enough. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> He's what? gonna be like, I ain't. Wait, what? <laughs> nah, you don't, I don't run to that lady. Because I'm, <laughs> uh, cause I'm like that dude, I slap fire Pow! <laughs> <laughs> We'd be all like, hey, you better free Clarence. That's all right. You better free Chris. You're going to see me getting hemmed up like this. (laughs) Hey, man. Shout out to Arrowhead Chief Podcast on the video. Shout out out Clarence. Shout out Ty. Shout out Chief's Kingdom. Free my man, Chief Holly. (laughs) (laughs) Free my man, Chief Holly. I hope the game is only by half told by half time, so I don't have to sit a while. We'll see. Yeah. You know how Andy does it. 
Hey, don't be playing, man. He want to get these players. Sure. <laughs> Y'all better make t-shirts for me. <laughs> don't be We're gonna be selling them. all kinds of merch. <laughs> and don't let them talk about me in the spaces till, <laughs> till one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> tell, tell them about, I knew he was trouble. <laughs> what? Yeah, Make he lied to us. He lied to us. He said he wasn't a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> He just shouldn't have slapped that lady. No. Nah. Was... Oh, that lady deserves a slap into next week. Yeah, she she I, I commend that young man for not slapping the head. Yeah, I, I do too. No, I commend him. I'm happy that he didn't slap her because you know how it go, man. Black man slapping a white lady, it's all bad. Man. News is running away with that one. Yeah. So I'm happy that he didn't see he had the constraints and they he got blessed with some tickets right next to Robert Kraft, man. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Man. I would have been like, "Can I sit away <laughs> from Robert?" Though? I don't need to sit. I don't need to sit next to Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Rob got some. Rob got some craziness going on. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, "Hey, you, uh, you, want, you want a, my massage therapist uh, business card?" <laughs> He's like, "I'm good on all that." Yeah, you got the same card that Deshaun Watson. Got. I don't want neither one of his. <laughs> you got the same card that Deshaun Watson. Got. I don't want to keep that far away. Y'all stay over there with that mess. I'm over here with Patrick kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, man. Let's get up on out of here, man, before we get canceled. <laughs> exactly. But they shut us down, man. All right, man. Uh, let me cut this off. All right, everybody. You know, Dale, if you look down at the bottom, you'll see our sponsor, Every Morning Quarterback. You see the website, emqpodcast.com slash locker dash room. If you go there, you'll see the locker room access of all the podcasts that's under the uh, Every Morning Quarterback umbrella. See on there is a Patriots one, a Jets one, a 49ers, a Chargers one, a, a Colts one, and our podcast is on there, uh, Arrowhead Chief Podcast. Uh, you click on the banner, you see all of our episodes from the recent ones to the past one. Check us out on there. Show some love. Follow us. Also, check out their podcast. They got a podcast where they talk about everything league-wide on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, shout out to Anthony, Brandon, Connor, and Zach. They do anything. They also got betting tips. They talk about college football. If you're into college football, so hit them up. Subscribe to their channel. Shout out to every morning quarterback. And if you want to listen to the audios, you know you're not really a YouTube or a Facebook, you know, video person, but you want to listen to the audio while you're working out, or you're at work, or you're driving in your car. You can find us on all the streaming platforms, whether it be. Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Breaker, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcast on, Arrowhead Chief Podcast is on there. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. You know what I'm saying? Listen to us. Listen to the past and the recent episodes. Get caught up. And you want to follow us on social media. We, uh, You see that right there up top? Right above top. A.H. Chief podcast if you follow if you follow us on all uh social media platforms 
that's where you'll find us at, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, uh, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. you find us on all four platforms. Follow us. We'll follow you back because we are not Hollywood. We are fans just like y'all, man. So hit us up. You know what I'm saying? If you want to give us some feedback, critiques, uh, uh, you want us to talk about something on the show, we will bring it up. You know, just talk to us nice and normal. Don't come at us raw. You know, just talk to us like normal human beings, you know, and we will answer, you know, we will answer your questions. We'll do all that stuff. Um, but hit us up, man, and we'll talk to you back, man. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Appreciate it, Lenny. Thanks for stopping by again, man. Keep, yeah. keep, keep. Keep listening. Share it with your chief friends, my friends, man. All your little Chiefs Kingdom friends out there, your, your family, you know, share the podcast, man. We need to th- make this channel grow. And and follow uh Ty's channel, Sports Talk with the the Sports Talk with T, where he talks about the Chiefs also, but he also talks about the Knicks. So if you're a Knicks yeah. fan, you know, go on and check in on that. He talks about other stuff too, you know. He got his two co-hosts on there too, you know, doing their thing over there. His channel is growing. You know, doing his thing over there. So go ahead and subscribe to Ty's channel also. So, all right, everybody. I hope y'all have a good week. Keep Damar Hamlet in yep. your prayers continuously. Keep his family in your prayer. Keep the Buffalo Bill players in your prayers and all the coaching staff. T. Higgins. T. Higgins, keep him in your prayers, you know, mental state, Cincinnati Bengals for what, you know, they was on the field too. And just continue to, uh, you know, have a good rest of y'all week, man. And let's get ready for this game on Saturday. Hopefully this game on Saturday can be a distraction away from the unfortunate situation that happened to DeMar Hamlin. And hopefully he continues to recover. By next week, we're talking about him making that, you know, that recovery to getting back to regular life. So, all right, y'all. Till next time. Till Monday when we do the recap. Yeah. We're out. See you on Monday morning.